When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? We're back. Welcome to Boiler Up Down South. I'm Drew, uh, and I'm here with my uh, bud, uh, Garrett, who's back off the injured list and ready to put out for y'all today. Garrett, how you doing, bud? I am hanging in there. Hanging in there is better than not hanging in there. Um, so anyways, we are moving on past uh, Fresno State, uh, hopefully in towards uh, greener pastures here. Um, we're gonna, this is going to be a uh, Virginia Tech uh, preview, so we're going to take a look at what Tech does on offense, defense, maybe throw in a little special teams, try to keep it uh, nice and compact for y'all so you know what to expect uh, for the Purdue victory on uh, Saturday. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and after we get back from the break, uh, we're going to get right into it. So um, we'll see y'all in a minute. We are back, and we are going to be previewing Purdue at Virginia Tech this weekend. Um, games in Blacksburg always make us nervous. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, uh, Drew, um, what's their offensive scheme? Who are some important players? Things of that nature. All right, so looking at the Old Dominion game, it's nice. We had to make a lot of sort of assumptions about what Fresno is going to look like. For the most part, they look kind of what we expected. We actually got to see some Virginia Tech play uh, game, so... We have a little better idea of what this is going to look like. Uh, Scheme-wise, it's a, almost a pretty generic uh, RPO-based offense. Um, they're going to run a lot. Uh, they run zone read. That's their uh, run game, inside zone, outside zone. Um, it's all going to be a mesh point with their running back, um, and he's either going to decide to give it, keep it, or throw it. Um, and so... Uh, against Old Dominion, they had a hard time running it. Uh, the passing game looked a little better. Uh, they run a lot of shallow crossers, a lot of mesh routes where they're bumping guys, uh, bumping defenders um, off uh, to get uh, people open underneath. They like to work the middle of the field with their tight end and some slants. But what really struck me uh, watching the Old Dominion game is they really like the attack downfield. Um, they're going to draw safeties up with their short passing game. And I saw uh, Grant Wells delivers a nice deep ball uh, down either sideline um, looking for um, their new uh, two new uh, transfer receivers, uh, Allie Jennings, uh, out of Old Dominion, uh, which must have been uh, kind of tough to watch uh, if you're an ODU fan because uh, he led the team in receivings, uh, receiving last year. Uh, with five receptions, uh, 72 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, so average 14.4 yards or completion. And then you had Jalen Lane, uh, another transfer. Uh, folks, Virginia Tech was really, really just gone off at football last year. And so they pretty much went in and brought in all new players. Uh, so um, Jalen Lane was their secondary receiver, uh, and he was from Middle Tennessee State. Um, transferred in and uh, 
Again, he had a good game, four receptions, 69 yards, and a touchdown, uh, another 17.3 yards of reception. So what they really like to do is sort of run these crossers shallow, get the safety, uh, run maybe a tight end in the middle, somebody, get the safeties nosy, looking at that shallow stuff, and then if they can get a single matchup on the outside, they're going to they're gonna throw the ball uh, to either um, Jennings or Lane. Uh, Jennings especially is a big dude, 6'2", 200 pounds, physical guy. Um, and so that is sort of what concerns me uh, the most uh, in terms of uh, what they might be able to do to attack uh, Purdue on defense. Um, Grant Wells is back. Um, he was their quarterback last year. He's played a lot of football. He started off uh, at Marshall started there, transferred uh, to Virginia Tech, started at Virginia Tech last year, um, was like all Virginia Tech players, struggled, um, completed about 60% of his passes, threw for about 2,100 yards, uh, but only threw uh, nine touchdowns and nine interceptions last year. Um, so um, this year he's looking for, uh, you know, sort of that bounce back year, second year in the offense. Um, and uh, he's got a nice deep ball. When he can put uh, some air under it, um, it looked good coming out of his hand. He threw a couple nice fade routes. So he's able to put some good touch on the ball uh, when he needs to. Um, Purdue should be able to challenge him. He doesn't have the strongest arm. Um, he can run a little bit. Um, and that's so uh, in that RPO system. Uh, it's not going to be a lot. But um, against uh, ODU, he had seven carries, 27 yards. Um, they'll run a little quarterback power sometimes. Um, and so it's really nothing that this Purdue defense shouldn't be able to handle. It's nothing too exotic. Uh, the RPO game is going to make people uh, keep, stay uh, with their assignments. So that's also a potential problem. We sort of struggled with uh, that last uh, game. The run game was nothing spectacular against Old Dominion. Um, 19, their lead carrier had a, a Basial Tutin, uh, another transfer, uh, had uh, 19 attempts, 55 yards. So we averaged about 2.9 yards a carry. Their secondary back, Malachi Thomas, 12 attempts, 22 yards, 1.8 yards a carry. And again, folks, this is against Old Dominion. They're not playing Alabama. Uh, and they're not even playing Fresno State, and they really struggled uh, to run the ball, especially on the, in the interior, which is something they need to do. Um, that zone read, if you can't run that inside uh, A-gap, B-gap uh, runs in that inside zone, everything else is a difficult. Everything else struggles. Um, so if Purdue can, uh, like Old Dominion, really uh, shut down that inside run, um, it limits uh, tech on what they can do. Um, you know, still they put up uh, 36 points. I did have a field goal, uh, I'm sorry, a, a kick return, a punt return late in the game where ODU sort of gave it up. But um, better than last year. Last year they started with a loss to Old Dominion. This year they started with the win. So um, there you go. Um, now we're going to go ahead and we'll leave Garrett out of the mix here. 
so we're going to switch to the other side of the ball and talk a little bit about uh, what he saw uh, on defense from them last Saturday. Yeah, so um, it is worth noting, I do want to say beforehand, that, that the first score of that game was a safety, but that was a special team safety. Old Dominion had a um, freshman long snapper, and he just snapped the ball right over the punter out of the back of the end zone. So that was not a defensive safety. Um, the the thing that impressed me that I saw first was that their, their edge rushers, their pass rush is pretty good. They got after um, Old Dominion's quarterback with great success at times. That being said, they do tend to give up a lot of space over the middle, and um, Old Dominion's quarterback is built a whole lot like Hudson Card, where he's fast and big, built like a pocket passer. Um, so he had he had some uh, pretty good runs, like right up the middle, where there was just free space, uh, not a single linebacker, corner safety in sight. Um, at, at times, like the. It was kind of the same thing we were talking about Fresno State last week, where it was like, you know, they'll give up small, bend but don't break passes, and you got two, three guys swarming whoever has the ball, you know. They do that with some success, and then they have times where it looks like everybody on Old Dominion was covered in baby oil. Um, they just missed a lot of tackles, man, and there were some, uh, there were some runs as well where their uh, Old Dominion's running back was just bouncing off people. And those two fumbles that Virginia Tech did recover, um, those both came after pretty pretty solid runs. One was a, a little draw where he bounced off of a few tackles and then just coughed up the ball. The other was a straight run up the middle for a good 11 yards before he coughed up the ball. So I'm not going to give Virginia Tech too much credit on forcing those turnovers, shall we say. Um, but yeah, I mean, up front, their, their, their pass rush looks really good. Uh, they certainly don't miss tackles there, um, but they were missing some behind the line of scrimmage. There was a cool old Dominion play where it looked like they were going to do a trick play pass, and uh, then it kind of fell apart, so he ran all the way around the field the opposite end and uh, still picked up a first down, just got 10 yards by way of running almost 40 yards, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, they're kind of a confusing confusing group to look at just based off of their first game because at times they look really, really solid, and at times they look like none of them have ever tried to tackle somebody before. Um, uh, they, and again, when I, when I say they give up a lot of space in the middle, Old Dominion took advantage of that as well with a bunch of uh, possession passes up the middle, uh, over the middle of the field. And uh, they even got a touchdown that combined both of those things I was just talking about where they had a pass over the middle of the field missed tackle, little wide receiver, I believe the kid who transferred from South Carolina where he was only running track, which is interesting, I digress. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, at times they look really good, at times their safeties bite, and their uh, Old Dominion's quarterback got um, had time to peel out of the pocket, extend the play, uh, wide receivers got open uh, with, with the corners and safeties looking a little lost at times. Um, some of the safeties were biting on coverage, some of them were given up too much space uh it, it was it was kind of a weird weird thing to witness given how they looked very very solid at certain points and very very weak at others yeah and that's something i did want to sort of bring up just looking at these stats from the uh from the old dominion game that score uh 36 17 virginia tech is a little uh deceiving 
Because Old Dominion was in this game. It was 7-9 uh, to nine for a very long time. For a very long time. And uh, Virginia Tech could not stop the Old Dominion run game like Garrett was talking about. They gave up, uh, you know, 201 yards to uh, Old Dominion on the ground. 43 attempts. So, you know, they're coming at, pulling out about 4.7 uh, a, uh, you know, attempt. So that's something where... Purdue, do you think, Garrett, that Purdue could exploit that on the ground after maybe not quite the rushing performance we were hoping for uh, last week? I think so. However, the big question there is that, uh, man, like I'm saying, Virginia Virginia Tech's pretty good on their defensive front from what I saw, at least in one single game. And we know where Purdue struggles, and that is offensive line right now. And you can't really give Maccabee too many chances if uh, the OL's not up to snuff. So... You know, I think Mockaby's going to be able to find some space. That being said, I think uh, he has his work cut out for him. It's it's not going to be easy, but I think he can. Uh, I think he can exploit that. And like I said, Old Dominion's running back was just bouncing off tackles for a while. So I think Mockaby, uh, if he gets any sort of space, he can make some of these guys miss. And I did want to mention uh, we keep talking about that uh, defensive line. I did want to bring up one player in particular, and he was. Uh, Virginia Tech's uh, best defensive lineman uh, last uh, game. That was uh, Antoine uh, Powell. Uh, and Powell, um, he's a Florida transfer. He came in with a big-time reputation to Florida, sort of got sort of lost in that SEC shuffle where, you know, you've got a lot of talented guys on the bench. Um, so he sort of transferred back home. That was his first uh, game back uh, in Virginia. Um against Old Dominion, and he had uh, six tackles, two tackles for loss, and two sacks. So I feel like that's uh, the talent, and they're going to look to move him and uh, bring him off uh, sort of either edge, um, just sort of depending on uh, where they find the advantage. So Purdue's going to have to find a way to block him up uh, because, um, you know, I thought, the, I thought the tackles for Purdue looked good in pass protection for the most part last week, uh, but this uh, Powell's a different beast. Um, so this will be their first real test of those uh, outside tackles. Yeah, another player I wanted to mention was their, uh, the defensive end on the opposite side, uh, Keyshawn Burgos, uh, who's only a sophomore. A lot of these, I think just about every single linebacker as well is a sophomore. Uh, no, they got, they got one uh, senior playing star. Uh, that being said, I mean, if you're if you're already starting on a pretty solid defensive line as a sophomore, um, you know you're only going to get better. So he's he's one that worries me a lot as well. That being said, he is just a sophomore, and uh, our offensive line's pretty inexperienced. Garrett, we didn't see a whole lot of uh, Hudson Card uh, running the ball uh, last weekend. I was expecting maybe a little more of the zone read game, and maybe getting him on the edge. Um, but of course we always have to add the caveat that there's nothing on the bench behind him so we're definitely sort of in a Hudson card can run should Hudson card run um, sort of situation that being said it looked like the uh, Old Dominion uh, quarterback uh, was able uh, to uh, Grant Wilson did have 19 carries for 81 yards like you said, he's sort of built a little bit like Card as a, a, a bigger guy, 6'3", 215. Uh, kind of looks like him a little bit too, just, uh, you know. 
So, um, do you see that as a potential uh, spot where uh, Purdue might be able to uh, actually do a little bit more on the ground with card this game? I think so because, um, like I said, they there there were times where there was just so much green grass out in the middle of the field, and um, and uh, Old Dominion's quarterback just saw it and took off. Um, yeah, in that those uh, rushing yards he had still count all the freaking times he was sacked. So like that's a pretty darn good performance. I'd be happy with that out of a running back, to be completely honest. Um, so yeah, I think you you bring up a good point of nothing being behind card in the quarterback room really so like he could but should he you know you don't want him to get hit super super hard especially early on in the season there's so much season left to play um so yeah I don't see it I don't see it being something Purdue like necessarily like spams the entire time I don't think they're just gonna be like let's run card a whole lot but I think they're gonna kind of give him the option uh no pun intended to kind of you know, take his reads, and if he doesn't like what he sees and sees some sort of space, he's got to be opportunistic, but I think he can do it. Yeah, and that's what more uh, what I want to see out of uh, Card uh, this game. As, uh, what I didn't see as much out of Fresno State is him sort of freelancing, getting to the outside, and maybe extending some plays with his legs, uh, putting some uh, defenders and binds uh, with him out on the edge. I think that is especially going to be important uh, with uh, Virginia Tech's uh, pass rush is uh, maybe moving that pocket a little bit. We know the interior of the line is uh, questionable. It looks like Kaltenberger is going to be back, so that should be uh, a plus at the center spot at least. Um, But still, um, I think it's a game where you could see Card maybe not necessarily have a ton of design quarterback runs, but move that pocket a little bit, get him on the move, get him in some clean air, and, and let him be a playmaker uh, outside the pocket, uh, maybe more than we saw against Fresno, who did an excellent job of really pinning him in that pocket and making him work uh, from there and really taking his legs away. Yeah, like you said, I kind of expected um, more design runs last week, but uh, they did they did take his legs away even when he tried to extend, so... Um... We're just going to have to see if they decide to uh, unleash the beast and what Hudson Card can do with his legs. Yeah, one last thing I would have to mention since it's Virginia Tech and they're playing in Blacksburg, uh, you know, Beamer Ball, baby. It's, uh, that was their brand for ye- decades under Frank Beamer. That's the special teams. Um, and, hey, last, uh, last week, um, Tucker Holloway, it's at the very end of the game. I'm not sure how motivated Old Dominion was uh, to make that uh, tech play, but he returned a kick 66 yards, uh, and that's uh, our, our punt, 66 yards. And so that's something Purdue is going to have to be cognizant of. Tech, even under this new regime, like, I mean, that's their staple. Uh, you know, Purdue's staple defensive ends, quarterbacks, Virginia Tech, special teams under Frank Beamer. So uh, we're going to have to make sure that uh, we are alert and making our tackles and uh, not leaving our our rush lanes, playing those special teams uh, with some uh, definite uh, uh, attention to detail because if not, uh, 
Jack's capable of putting one in the end zone. Anyways, Garrett, I think uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We'll keep you all too much longer. Um, but I just sort of wanted to uh, ask how you like think about this game. Is this a must-win for uh, Purdue this early in the season after a, a tough loss to Fresno? Um, or do you think this is a, we're still just in the, the learning uh, process with Ryan Walters and there really no such thing as a must-win this year? I hate to say it because, you know, you want to see your team win. And I'm the type of person who would typically say, well, every game's a must-win, you know? Mm -hmm. But in, in your first year, new regime, you got a bunch of new guys on both sides of the ball who transferred in. You know, um, I think it's just part of, the, part of the hashtag trusting the process, you know? I, I think it'd be really, really nice for Purdue to win this game, but I don't necessarily think they will, and um, I don't think that's gonna. As long as it's you know a close loss and it's not getting blown out of the water, I don't think there's any cause for alarm. That being said, um, I, I would not consider it a quote unquote must win. Yeah, that's sort of, I'm I'm there with you. It's that first uh, first road game uh, for a bunch of these guys, at least on Purdue's team. Um, going to a really tough environment, Lane Stadium. Uh, you know, we're going to have Inner Sandman. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to that campus. Uh, it's a really cool campus, a lot of old stone buildings. Looks a little like a Harry Potter set. Um, and so it's a, it's a pretty cool school uh, to check out if you get the chance to make that drive down to Blacksburg. Uh, but in terms of this season, I think it's pretty close to a must win that Purdue's gonna have to sort of at least split those uh, um, non-conference games with such a tough conference uh, schedule ahead of us uh, if they want any sort of chance at a bowl win. I think this is a winnable game. I don't think Virginia Tech is that good. Uh, I just, after last week, I'm, I'm not exactly certain what to expect out of uh, Purdue either. Uh, so if they clean up some of the mistakes in the secondary, play a little more discipline on defense, get a little more explosive on offense while at the same time establishing some sort of run game, uh, I think this is a game for the Boilermakers to win. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's going to be a tough ask. Uh, so um, right now I have Purdue uh, taking this game uh I think it's gonna be uh, another close, uh, close game. Um, I've got the Boilermakers probably coming in uh, somewhere. I think the offense gets on track. The run game gets going uh, with my man Maccabi, and so I'm thinking it's gonna be Purdue score somewhere in the low to mid 30s. And I've got Virginia Tech. Uh, getting up there in the high 20s, but I feel like. Purdue's defense hopefully learned a lot against Fresno and uh, some of those just simple mistakes that get, that cost them big plays get cleaned up um, and the defense finds a way uh, maybe with uh, picking Wells off a couple times because he's sort of struggled with that over his career. What's your thought, Garrett? I'm going to go kind of the opposite, but I agree with that kind of general score area. I'm thinking this is like... 28 to 34, maybe 31, 28, 
anyway, I don't I don't think it's gonna go to blow anybody out of the water one way or another. Um, but unfortunately, after after what I saw last week, um, I am gonna gonna pick Purdue on the uh, on the losing side. Unfortunately, folks, you should see the pained look on his face. You should see it. It's it's very sad. I thought we were gonna be ten and two. Dang it! He did tell he did say that at one point. That was a hot take. I will admit that his mustache is drooping right now. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have ever seen a picture of uh, Garrett, but he has a sweet mustache. I do. Thank you. But anyways, um, so we're going to go ahead and take this uh, home, wrap it up. Uh, we've got other stuff we got to get to, and I'm sure y'all have some uh, important stuff to do before this uh, weekend, especially if y'all are making the drive down to Blacksburg. If you do, make sure you're driving safe. But um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. So, uh, Garrett, um, leave us with one thought of, uh, for this game. It comes down to... How well can Virginia Tech tackle? There we go. Garrett's got tackling as the key. For me, it's all about Purdue. Can we execute better or uh, than we did against Fresno State and cut out the uh, simple bad mistakes? Um, if I think that they do that, they're going to be in it late. All right. Like I said, y'all have a nice weekend. We will be back with the uh, review uh, of this game, hopefully talking about a Purdue win uh, on Tuesday. Um, So um, y'all be safe.